Lord, that is our prayer. That in our generation, as youths, in our generation, as your children, in our generation, in our environment, in our lives, wherever we find, find ourselves, that Lord we will stand out for you. We will cause men to know you. We will cause men to serve you. And Lord, we will stand in honor of you. Be exalted, Lord. Even as you speak to us this afternoon, Lord, speak your word. I am only but an instrument. Lord, I need you to, to speak to my heart. Lord, talk to us individually. You know our needs. You know where we need to wake up, where we need to buckle up. You have a word for everyone today. Speak your word to us one by one. That Lord, at the end of the day, Lord will look back to give you praise, to give you honor, to give you adoration. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Today is Young People's Sunday. Young people, praise the Lord! Hallelujah. Radicals for Jesus. Amen. And our topic today is Be Children of Issachar of this generation. Be Children of Issachar of this generation. And we took our text from First Chronicles 12, 23 to 38. But we had an anchor verse. That's verse 32. I want to thank the chapel council and the church leadership, the priests, for this opportunity given to me to stand here to share with us the word of God. I pray that the Lord will keep filling you up and using you as instruments to serve him better in the name of Jesus. Looking at the topic, it sounds like a charge. Be children of Issachar. It's not saying, you know, like when you go through that word, understanding the time, there are so many topics that can come out from there. But this one is like charging us, giving us a prompt that we should be the children of Issachar of our own generation. Why would we be children of Issachar? We know that as youths, in Proverbs 20:29. Can we go to that place? Proverbs 20, 29. The glory of the young people are in their strength. They have strength. They have vigor. Are we there? If you see it, you read. Hallelujah. Proverbs 20, 29. Is their strength. And the beauty of old men is the gray head. The glory of young men is what? Their strength. The Lord knows that 
at this time that we have the vigor, we have the strength to serve him, to work for him. And that's why he's giving us that charge. And not just the young people, but every one of us, because we are children of God. In Psalm 127, from verses 4 and 5, let me take it from 3, and I'll be reading from the Message Bible. It says, Don't you see that children are God's best gift? The fruit of the womb, his generous legacy. Like a warrior's fistful of arrows are the children of a vigorous youth. Oh, how blessed are you parents. So we are children of God, every one of us here. If you had given your life to Christ, accepted him as your own personal Lord and Savior. This word is for all of us, not just for the youth. Because we are like arrows in God's hand. And he wants to shoot us out. We could see from the playlist that the enemy has his own arrows to throw off us. That he's what? Shooting out into the world too. Into the church. That's the same way we are in God's hand. He's ready to shoot us out too. To go and wage war against the enemy. And not be prey to the enemy. And not be handcuffed and dragged about like the enemy. And that's why he's speaking to us this morning. Charging us that we are to be what he has called us to be. Praise the Lord. When you're asked to be like the children of Issachar, what will readily come to your mind are who were these children of Issachar? Who were they? What did they do in their generation that made them to stand out? What was so special about them that we will be charged this morning to look at them to be like them. And you ask yourself, if I am asked to be like them, and what, not having known what they did in their, in their generation, you ask yourself, why? The why question. Why should I be the one to be like them? And if you answer it in the affirmative, you now ask yourself, how can I be like them. Hallelujah. Who were the children of Issachar? Issachar was the fifth son of Jacob given to him by Leah. And in Genesis 49, 14 and 15 when Jacob was given his children gifts there was something that was said about Issachar that was not really wonderful but these people in spite of that when we come to that first chronicles chapter 12 
when David's men were being chronicled and the great things they did in achieving the word of God for the hour. That's in that um, verse 23. It was time for the word of God to be fulfilled. These people were found to distinguish themselves. They were found to have the spirit of discernment. They were found to be people that walked with the spirit of the Lord. Because you cannot discern without having the Holy Spirit in you. So, the Bible said that they were men that understood the times and what Israel ought to do. So, it's not just in understanding the time. They also know what Israel ought to do. So, they stood out as 200 leaders together with their families to direct to give vision of what their generation should do at that time and that was why we sang that our generation will do what will praise the Lord let it be your resolve at the end of today that you will tell yourself in my generation, I will make a mark for God. In my generation, I will stand out for God. When my generation is remembered, I will be remembered. Let it be your resolve today. Let it be your heart cry today. If you did not learn any other thing today, learn that you should resolve that when mighty men will be mentioned, people who made impact for God, people who stood for God, let your name be mentioned. That's my prayer, that I will be remembered, that my name will be mentioned. The children of Issachar, they stood out. They had discernment to know the times they were in. Look at the people we saw in the playlet. It was time for Christmas. They lacked understanding. What the other one saw was a time to make money. True of us. A time to cash out. He had strategy for the times. And that was why Jesus was angry with his generation. He said you could read it in so. Good businessman, he knows that if he buys three more clothes, he will rent out what? Two. Because he can't wear three at the same time. And then he will be using one to do what? To go about and cash out and make money. The other one, they will be bringing in money for him and then he will use one and make money. He could understand the time of when to make money. But remember, this is someone that is a child of God and will not understand God's time and God's plan and God's purpose for the season. 
May it not be our portion in the name of Jesus Christ. So what did they do in their generation? We have already said it. They understood the time and what Israel ought to do. So what does it mean to understand this time? It means to know the purpose of God, the plan of God for your own generation, for your environment, for the time we are in, and for yourself. God has a plan for you. He has a purpose for you. We are not just waking up in the morning and then we stay to the end of the day. Purposeless. No. He has called us. He has given us a charge. And it's simple. That we should understand the purpose and the plan of God for allowing us be. If you are alive as a child of God, He has a purpose for you. If not, when you gave your life to Christ, He would have done what? Killed you. And you would have flown straight to heaven. We saw the Lucifer. Lucifer said what? Lucifer said to the, his servants that they should go. That he was giving them what? The spirit of death. That anybody that they catch off guard, they should do what? Kill. Because his mission is to steal, to kill, and to what? To destroy. But that's not God. God said, it is not his will that any should do what? Perish. But that all to have what? Eternal life. That's his will. That's his purpose. That's his plan. And that's why we are here. To represent him. And run with this message to the people of our generation. To be like the children of Issachar. They were leaders. They were visionary. They were directing the whole Israel. It was time for the word of God to be fulfilled. They knew it was time for the word of God to be fulfilled. And they were ready to guide not just themselves, their family, and the entire Israel to do that word of God, to fulfill that word of God at that time. And that's what God wants us this morning. Not just that you will lead yourself. No. You will lead yourself, your family, the church of God, and your generation to understand the plan and the purpose of God to salvage man and then to run along with that message. Praise the Lord. We know what happened at that time. David had already been pronounced king. Three of us. Was he king at that time? No. Hmm. If it were me to be me, hmm. I would have not waited for the right time. After all, God has said I should be the king. Samuel had already in First Samuel sixteen thirteen had anointed him king. If I was anointed king at that time, 
Why would I be waiting for the right time to become king? I would have run along. Maybe started, you know, getting committee of friends like the people, somebody that will be in Ashibi from beginning of December to the end. You know, people sought advice. What am I going to do? How am I going to, you know, get to this throne? Without waiting for the right time. But God has his plans and his purposes. And when he will fulfill it. And so David had to wait for him. And at that appointed time, these people and even God, according to his word, started bringing these men, you know, to David. Because it was the right time. It was the right time for him to be enthroned. And just as I had said, God has a purpose for us in this generation. For the youth, God has a purpose for you. You know, when I want to talk to the youth, I get so excited. Why? Because at their age, the Lord got me. As a teenager, he made me to understand the salvation. Salvation is a privilege. It is a privilege. Why do I say so? Not everyone that hears the word of God will understand it and repent. But for you to hear the word of God and have understanding of the word of God and give your life to Christ, my dear it is a privilege. And I don't take it for granted. Because it is the gift of God. And so, talking to the youth, I look at my life. What did I do for God? He didn't allow me to wallow in sin and ignorance and maybe soil myself so that I'll have a very big testimony. But I have a big one. That big one is that I didn't soil myself and he got me. And that's what he's saying to us today. As many that are here. Don't say you are old. The Bible said, if any man is in Christ, his words. So even if you are old, and you understand this word of God, and you give your life to Christ, what do you become? A new creation. In Christ Jesus. You become a youth at heart. So don't mind how old that you have been. So the point we want to make about these children of Issachar. is not just that they know. That they understood the times they were in. But that they had the ability to take the right steps. One thing is for you to know what to do. Another thing is for you to do what? To do it. And that's why so many people are in church, even this morning. They have this desire to come to church because their heart somehow is telling them, you need God. You need God in your life. And they come to church. They stay through in church. They hear the word of God. They hear this call. For them to come out and give their lives to Christ. But they will not take the right steps. They will not know what to do. 
even when the direction is being given to them as to what to do, they will lack understanding as to the right steps to take. So it's not enough to know. And my prayer today is that as many that are here that have not made that contact, that contact, very important contact with the Lord, that today you will have understanding of the time and you will take the right steps. You will have the ability to do what is right. And what's that thing that is right? To come out here and then yield your life to the Lord. We are to discern our times. What kind of time are we in? Let's go to 2 Timothy 3, 1 to 5. I will be reading it from the Message Bible. Difficult times ahead. He said, don't be naive. There are difficult times ahead. As the end approaches, people are going to be self-absorbed. Money hungry. Did you see it in the playlet? Money what? Hungry. Self-promoting. Stock up. Profane. Contentious of parents. Crude. Coerce. Dog eats dog. Unbending. Slanderous. Impulsively wild. Savage. Cynical. Treacherous. Ruthless. Bloated wing bags. Addicted to lust. And allergic to God. They will make a show of religion. But behind the scenes. They are animals. Stay clear of these people. Praise the Lord. We want to explain our generation. Where we are today. Where God is asking us to be children of Issachar. This is telling us how our generation is. People who are money hungry. We want to make it. We go with slangs. I heard someone said, you know, there was a time we learned uh, some men were killed along uh, Bisala. You heard it? They were burnt to life and to death. And the, um, they, were, they said they were ex-policemen. I wouldn't know. But it trended. And some of them said the man, one of the men that was killed said, now this December now to go to Gada. I don't know what is wutu wutu, you know, but uh, you people will understand, the youths will understand what wutu wutu means. But the issue is that he had the wutu wutu what first, because he went to steal and he was caught and they did jungle justice. In as much as I do not, you know, encourage jungle justice, but he was money hungry. That's what we have these days. People are just busy trying to scheme. What do they want to do? To get money. The person that will buy three masquerade uh, garments, what does he want to get? Money. You said these people are self-promoting. And the one that really touched me 
is the one they said they are allergic to God. That's the generation where we are in. People don't want to hear anything about God. They don't want to hear anything about righteousness. You come in, you've not even said a word to them. Somehow they feel you're a child of God. And that what they are going to do now will not be in consonance with their own beliefs and ethics. They will attack you. Because they are what? Allergic to God. They don't want to hear. They don't want you to be around. That's why in the US they would say they don't want the, uh, the Lord's prayer to be everywhere. Why? It haunts them. A sticker that is there. Is it talking? Is it saying anything? But the fact that it reminds them and makes them to have consciousness of God and will prevent them from doing what they want to do. They are against it. These people are allergic to God. And they are in our society today. You see people that say they want to go back to tradition. You also heard it in the playlet. You go back to tradition. No menana. The ones that I don't even understand are the people who are praising the Chukob Kika Abiyama because they are the most confused. I don't know the kind of Chukob Kika Abiyama they are talking about because when you listen to them, you see that it's a mixture of Christianity and tradition. That's the kind of environment we are in. Yesterday I was at a one Ibanku. We were looking at girls. Everything was outside. Everything that should be covered was where? Outside. We see them on the road. You can't even talk to them. And that's the kind of environment that our youths have found themselves. And in Philippians 2.15, the Bible is calling us to shine as light in a crooked and what? Perverse generation. That's the generation where the Lord wants us to stand and be children of Ithaca. Let's see that Philippians 2.15. But I'm going to read it from the Message Bible. I will start from 14. It said, do everything readily and cheerfully. No bickering, no second guessing allowed. Go out into the world uncorrupted. A breath of fresh air in this squalid and polluted society. Squalid and polluted society. That's the generation we are in. That's the environment we are in. And what did the Lord said there? Provide people with a glimpse of good living and of the living God. Carry the light giving message into the night so I will have a proof, a good cause to be proud of you on the day that Christ returns. In a squalid, squalid and polluted society, the Lord is charging us to provide people with a glimpse of good living. A glimpse of good living. That's the charge. 
in a corrupt society. A society that is allergic to God. The Lord is saying we should shine for him. Praise the Lord. So in our generation, we have a lot to contend with. The youths, they have lots of distractions. They had lots of distractions. The internet, the social media. Because people are so money hungry. Sometimes when you even go to the social media and say the kind of things, everybody is a TikToker. Everybody is a blogger. Everybody is this, that, whether they have content or they don't have content. The youths are pressured to keep churning out this and pushing it. Because of the pressure where we are. But then, we have his grace to be sufficient to us. Praise the Lord. So God has a plan and a purpose for every generation. Let's go to Hosea chapter 4 from verse 1 to 6. Praise the Lord. Attention all Israelites. That's God's message. God indicts the whole population. And God says, no one is faithful. No one loves. No one knows the first thing about God. All this cursing and lying and killing, theft and lose sex, share anarchy. One mother, one mother after another. And because of all this, the very land itself weeps and everything in it is grief stricken. Animals in the field and birds on the wing, even the fish in the sea are listless and lifeless. But don't look for someone to blame. No finger pointing. You priests are the one in the dark. You stumble around in broad daylight and then the prophets take over and stumble all night. Your mother is as bad as you. My people are ruined because they don't know what's right or true because you've turned your back on knowledge i've turned my back on you priests what a pity and that's the generation we are in and we have turned our back on god he has called us and given us a charge and we're not living up to that why because we lacked what knowledge we lacked understanding. We lacked discernment of our time, of our environment, to know what we ought to do and to do it. And so they lacked the purpose of God. They are not running along with the purpose of God. They are not standing out in their generation as the children of Issachar did. And the call is for us to stand out today. And you ask yourself, why should I be like them? The issue of time should be taken seriously. In Ecclesiastes 6.3.1, the Bible talked about times. It said there is time for what? Everything. 
and a season under the heavens. Time to be born, time to die, if we go down, a lot of time. A time for everybody to repent to. A time for everybody to do what? To repent. That you met someone today and the Lord is prompting you, talk to this person. You don't know whether it's the person's time. The Bible talks about that now is what? The time of salvation. There is time for everything. An appointed time for everything on the earth. The Bible even talked about time and what? Chance. Time and chance. So time is critical. You don't sit down and not do anything with the time. Because there is an appointed time for everything. Jesus was also critical with his generation, with his generation of their inability to discern times. In Luke chapter 12, 54 to 56. And in the latter part of it, you can read it on your own. He said, from that message Bible, he said, so don't tell me you can't tell a change in season. The God season we are in right now. So we are in God's season. And Jesus was angry at them. The Pharisees and the Sadducees. They can look at the weather and say, Ah, it's going to rain. They look at uh, the weather and say, Ah, it's not going to rain. The east wind is coming. They know the direction. But the things of God, they lack understanding of And so it is our season to shine. And that's why our team this year says, you are the light. The children of Issachar, they were light in their, in their generation. Because they were leaders. They were those that were saying what should be done. They were carrying the light. There's this illustration that my husband will usually give. He said, we had on a youth fellowship. When they were in youth fellowship. He loves carrying the tree lamp. You know the tree lamp? When they go for um, a caro, you remember that time in the village they go to caro. The person that is carrying the lamp is the person who determines where they go to. Two of us. So if they say, let's go to that house, and the person says, feels, I don't want to go to that house. I want to go to this house. What will the person be? You know, the leaders will be at the back. And it's the person carrying the lamp. The person will run into that house. What will happen to the others? They will be forced to go with the person carrying the light. That's what the children of Issachar were to the children of Israel. And that's what the Lord is calling us to be. To carry his light. To shine his light. Brightly where we are. To take the lead. To be leaders. Why should we be like them? In Romans 13, 11 to 14. The Bible says there, among other things, we can read it when we get home. That our salvation is nearer now than when we first what? Believed. Our salvation, it's nearer now. It's no more far away. The person that talked to us last week talked about if the Lord meets you 
and was using the uh, illustration of all these kidnappings and killings going on around and he said if he meets you there that your own Jesus had done what? had come your salvation anything can happen anything can happen our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed that's why we should shine as light bringing eternity to focus we have where we are going we have where we are going we need to shine as light why should we shine why should we be like the children of Saka? Matthew 24, 36-44 No one knows the day, nor what they are. That time, you don't know. When it will happen, you don't know. When he will come, you don't know. And because you don't know, you need to be what? Shining all the time. I want us to look at examples of people Push on for the Lord in their own time. Want to look at Mordecai and Esther. At that time, they were in a foreign land. But it was time to stand up for the Lord. And Mordecai decided to distinguish himself and to stand tall. That even when others were trying to compromise and join what was happening, he decided to do what? To stand out. To be a different person. And when danger came, he had to carry along the niece, Esther, to say, are you sure it's not for a time as this that the Lord did what? Raised you. And did she stand for that time? She did. She understood the time. And without her understanding of the time, the people of Israel would have been killed at that time. True of us. We have dangers all around. Are we understanding the time of prayer to hold our nation, to hold our state, to hold the church, to present the church continually before God in the place of prayer. That is the time that we should understand. We don't need to sleep again. We look at the people of Nineveh. We should go and learn from them. They were living their lives in sin. And God sent Jonah to them. In Jonah 3, 4 to 10. What did they do? The Bible said, immediately they heard. Before even the king could do anything, they had repented. They cried out to God. They understood that judgment was coming. They ran from judgment. They didn't want to be caught up with judgment. What other people? The ten virgins. Did they understand the time? They did though. That was why they were ready for the, the banquet. And that was why they carried lamps to the banquet. True of us. True of us. But how many of them knew what to do? Five. 
Praise the Lord. That was why I said it's not in understanding. But that you understood and you did what? You took the right step. Step in the right direction. It was only five that knew that they should go with what? Extra oil. But adventure, the bridegroom was long in coming. And of certainty, the bridegroom was what? Long in coming. And they needed that extra oil. And they turned around, the five that was foolish, to the wise man and said, Give me part of your oil. I've been thinking about it though. Whether those people were really wicked or whether they understood the time. They understood the time that if they had shed their oil, maybe that their own wouldn't have lasted them what? Till morning. They were wise. My prayer is that we will be wise today in the name of Jesus Christ. How can I be like them? These children of Issachar, they had connection to David. They had connection to God. That was why they were found among those men, valiant men for David. Without that connection, they wouldn't have been found around what? David. And so that connection is important. And that connection is a connection to God. I don't know whether you're here. And you've not had that connection. You need to have that connection. If you've had that connection, you need to do what? Strengthen that connection. Understanding is not just something you, I understand. No. Understanding is something that you are intentional about a thing to understand it. You give it due diligence. You take your time. You study it. If you have an exam and you want to understand a topic, you don't just read it once. You study it. And so if you've had that connection, you need to go just you need to go beyond just knowing it. To getting your feet solid on the ground. And how do you do that? You do that by constant study of the word of God. That's what will give you understanding. That's what will give you discernment. And that is if you have the connection. You have to strengthen it in the place of prayer. Because understanding don't just come about. Especially when it has to do with the things of God. You have to receive it direct from God. In a place of prayer. Ask yourself. What is his purpose? What are his plans for me? How can I be like them? For those that haven't had that connection. Quite simple. It's for you to ask the Lord to come into your heart and be the Lord of your life. His purpose, his plans for this time and this generation is that will shine brightly for him. Praise the Lord.
Precious Father, thank you for your word that has gone forth clearly. Thank you, Lord, because it doesn't return to you void. It accomplishes what you sent it to do and prospers in that which you please. As many as have deferred the decision for Christ, we ask that this word continues to work in their minds and their hearts and conscience until they submit with joy to the Lord Jesus. And Father, we offer ourselves to you in this period of Christmas and New Year to be people who understand what the people of Israel must do. And that is to shine the light of Christ. And that is to proclaim the message of Jesus. And that is to live such careful lives as not to give opportunity for the enemy. Father, thank you. Thank you for your daughter that you have used to bring forth this message. Lord, we ask that you will grant her a refilling of unction, a refilling of power. And Lord, that you will cause her to receive full reward for the ministry that you put in her hands to do. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, thank you as you do this and more for us. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.